Oh Lord, our God, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. Why do the nations rage and the people plot vain things against the Lord and against his anointed one? The spirit of the Antichrist is manifest so that he might be destroyed by the power of your coming on the day of your vengeance, on the day of your wrath. When the rightful judgment of God is unleashed upon the godless and of all the nations of the earth, those who choose not to follow the Lamb, which is the light of life. This night we know, Lord, that you're always with your people. You preserve us. You're always with us. In those times that we walk and we feel as though we are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, we know that we need not fear. For it is the Lord our God who prepares a table before us, even in the presence of our enemies. We know, Lord, that greater is He. Indeed, Your Word says You are of God, little children, and have overcome them. For greater is He who is in You than He who is in this world. Lord, that we may abide in Your presence forevermore. For this cause, millions of people have prayed through ages gone by. Those that clung to You, the great heroes of faith, that set the course of history to what they did in the Christian church to this very day in this very moment. Now, Lord, we look forward to Your coming. We anticipate that the coming of the day of the Lord is at hand that the Lord is coming to fetch His anointed ones, the people of God, the people separated, the ecclesia, the chosen out ones, the elect of God, those whose names are written in the Lamb's book of life. We know, Lord, the hour is close. We can see it. We can feel it. We, had, we experience the presence of God wherever we go on the streets, and at once we see the nations around us groping in the darkness, stumbling around as bears with headaches, feeling for a place to clutch on and to hold, lest they fall, let they see, lest they see their own destruction. But as for the saints of the light, you show yourself faithful and true and the prayer of faith will heal the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And our God continues to supply in all of our needs. We understand not all of our greeds and we understand that you know what we need and you give us what we need and we bless because of that because in it is also the gift of eternal life. And so we are in this world, but we're not of this world. And we thank you for the abiding Holy Spirit in this place. On a Sunday night, God is with us. So who then, who can even dare to be against us? We shall follow the Lord. We shall lift up the name of Jesus. We shall sing the songs of joy and make glad the people of the city of our God. We thank you for that in Jesus' name.
and all God's people said, do you want to sit down? We don't you want to sit down? You want to sit down? That's fine. You're all captivated. And the band and everybody's waiting and sitting and looking. Good evening, Gail. You're smiling tonight. Yanni, is Yanni Via. And Naomi. I love it when they say, Ah, oh, Pastor, don't say that. You know? But how can I ignore all the important people that are here tonight? Watch out for this man in the front. I always see him. I stay away from him. He's got big injections. Amen. Amen. Acts 2. Now, let me go back. Let me catch that one right. It's actually Acts 4 and the 23rd verse. I'm on the right place. Just another translation here. Now, the men of the Sanhedrin Jewish high court saw the confidence of the boldest of Peter and John. They grasped the fact, that's verse 13, that they were uneducated, untrained, ordinary men. They were astounded. They began to recognize they'd been with Jesus. So they severely threatened them. They called them out and they called them in before the Sanhedrin and all of that bunch. These are the men of God. These are the warriors of righteousness. When people get into trouble and they belong to God, God shows up and he shows himself, himself strongly on behalf of those that he loves. Here is the fact, the way, the truth, and the life towards you tonight. Jesus Christ loves you. If you understand that, you must know he doesn't love you. Look at me for a moment. He doesn't love you like that, but he loves you like that. He loves you with open arms to approach him, and his heart burns warmly in love towards you, and he is ready at any moment in time to answer a prayer. Let's look at this. We talk about that answering a prayer in a moment. So they threaten them. Of course, they go back to their own Acts 4, 23, and being let go, they went down uh, to their own companions and reported all that this bunch, the chief priest and the elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord. That means together, everybody, unanimously, with one mind, at once, one accord. They pray. This is critical when it comes to prayer. That you actually agree with somebody in the name of Jesus Christ. For where two or more gather together in my name, they pray. I am there. Verily I say to you, whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in the heavens. We're interested in God's blessings. Jesus deals with the enemy if our relationship with him is strong. Let me say this Afrikaans repeated in English. We don't give him no glory. He deserves nothing. He's been rendered harmless and powerless 2,000 years ago. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue rises up against you in judgment. You will openly condemn those who rise up against you. Because you are strong in the beloved. 
our God shall supply in all of your needs. That means the total sum of just pray. Now, just the other day I was praying and I was just busy with God. Now, you know, you kind of meditate forever. The Word is just like, you know, chapters roll through my mind. I'm just, that's the way my mind works. And I see this chapter, that chapter, and they all link up together and they come to a story. And then there's this whole thing about praying to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Verily I say to you, what things ever you ask the Father in my name, he will give unto you. Those petitions that you ask for, he'll give it to you. And I just sort of stopped a moment and I thought of myself. That's just like tantamount or just about akin to saying to yourself, well, you know, if I'm not feeling well today, or I've got any need, or let's say for argument's sake, there's a pain in the knee or a joint or something else, whatever. The word is whatever when it comes to healing. When you pray in your closet, in your personal place of devotion, you go in there and you pray, it's just as good as about just as good as anybody else pray for your only belief. Might as well understand that, otherwise there's no point in praying for yourself. There's no point in praying for your family. No point in waiting for seven days of the week and then on the seventh day, come on the seventh day, in the evening of the seventh day. It's wonderful to see so many people in the church. It's wonderful. I love it. It's good to see you. Give the Lord a praise offering, by the way. Amen. That's real good. The church is countrywide should be full house with an expectation because God is always willing and ready to move if you have faith. But if you go into your room and you pray for something, you want a financial breakthrough or you want to have the Lord bless your life and your doings, your coming and your going, your doing with your hands, or working out things, your budget, your health-related issues, family, marriage, friendship circles, friends, what things soever you care about and love and would see that the Lord do those things. Let me tell you now, all the promises of God are yea and amen through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Now, if you don't believe that, that would be sad. And if you didn't believe it, you wouldn't be in church tonight now. Isn't that so? How many of you believers in this place? Let me see your hands right now. Well, that's why you came. It's cold out here in this area, but not inside the church. I was thinking tonight, you're just about out there in the world, you see people cold. They're just cold. Not cold on the outside, cold on the inside. There's no fire on the inside. They're just about walking like, almost like robotic. They rely on robotic things everywhere you have artificial intelligence crawling in and creeping in. I call it invasive technology. That's what I call it. One way or another, take control of mankind, ultimately culminating in the mark of the beast. Revelation chapter number 11, Revelation chapter number 13, Revelation chapter number 16. You know, it all builds up to a certain area. 
where you see the world is going to a complete confusion. Maud spoke about it tonight. She's very right in what she says. Can you for a moment think what it would be like to be a citizen of the Ukraine? Now, Maud and I preached there. We went to the place of, I think they call it Kharkiv. It's, we call it Kharkov there, Kharkov. Don't know where they come on the strange news services of the world. They are very funny. Let them try a Hebrew word and they get real funny. So you go to these countries and there is a church in the middle of nowhere in a park where there's a community service there or a community center and where you go and I remember walking out there on those stoops or verandas if you will and I'm walking and I'm thinking those guys are busy watching me it's like KGB where's that guy going This world is moving in a direction that you do not want to go into. But with our God, we will do valiantly. We will be strong and we will do exploits. I tell, tell you tonight with absolute confidence and trust in the Lord. The word trust, by the way, the Lord uses the same word in the Hebrew language for faith. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Same thing. If you have faith, if you convert that into Hebrew, you would immediately see that it's the same word that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, I like to call him the Lord Jesus. Instead of some people just say Jesus. I think there's, for me, it's, it just sounds right to my heart to treat his name with respect. How many of you could say amen to that? How many of you love the Messiah? Give the Lord a praise offering. You love him tonight. Shout hallelujah to the Lord. Amen. So if you find yourself in a tight situation here, you have these people, they're being threatened. And it says, and being let go, they went to their own companion, reported all that the chief priests said to them. And then, so they heard what the problematics were of the situation and the pressure and the threats. They raised their voice with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven, profound words. You made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. How much is that? By the mouth of your servant, you've said, your servant David, why did the nations rage and the people of God, the people, sorry, the people plot vain things. The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you've anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined for the, before the time to be done. God knows what's coming at all times. There is no way anything happens in all his creation. He made everything. And he knows exactly what's coming. So tomorrow when you walk out of the church, 
and you walk into society and civilization and the surroundings that you find yourself therein, only know this, that He dwells with you. He's with you and shall be within you. If you commit your life to Jesus Christ, He's both with you and dwells within you. And you have, as I've been praying this afternoon, the wonderful blessing of the mind of Christ, the wisdom of our God, discernment and understanding. That is like akin to intellectual capacity. And then God says, I will destroy the intelligence of the intelligent. All the puffed up people and all the pride and the arrogant. For the message of the gospel, if I said this morning, 1 Corinthians 1.18, is foolishness to those who are on their way to perdition. But to us here, it's like early winter in South Africa. It is the power of God unto salvation to the ends of the earth via the internet. No matter where you are, if you're at home, I prefer to see you right here. Now look at me now. You're sitting there. You're getting uh, the, the, the cat and the dogs just jumped off you because you pushed them away from me. You got a fright now. Let's mm. take that thing a little bit closer and say while we're on the subject, I'm no longer preaching to these people. I'm busy with you. What are you doing at home on a Sunday night when you know revival is breaking out in the house of God? You need to be here. You need to be warming these seats with your presence because God loves you and God has set aside this particular day, which is the holy day of the Lord, the Shabbat set aside as holy unto the Lord. We serve the Lord on the day that the Lord was raised from the dead. On that day, 2,000 years ago, when God also poured out on the 50th day after the Passover, the Pentecost poured out the Holy Spirit. They were seen by them in the upper room, divided cloven tongues of fire that separated themselves and settled on each of them. There was given to them the ability to speak in other tongues. Then they heard them speak in other tongues, even as the Spirit gave them utterance. For they said, are we not Medes and Persians from all parts of the earth? And now we hear them speaking to us their own language. And Peter rose up and he said, brethren, all those of you on Jerusalem, this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel. Where are you? This is that. The message is for you. You see, I got lots of amens here. We got some family members sitting at home. We got some people who got children unsaved sitting at home. I'm speaking to you tonight at home. What are you doing there when you know you should be in the house of the Lord? Is not the Spirit of God in this place? Is there not a call going out? Did you hear the sound of the trumpet? Did you hear? It was the sound of brass. It's the sound of a mighty army that's being raised up and preparing itself for the day of battle of the day of our Lord. This is called the day of the Lord, a period that comes upon the face of the earth. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ, 
Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So shall there be no compromise here in the house of God. Shout hallelujah if you say amen. So I decided tonight to preach to the preach to those people out there. I love them. So because I love them, I can say whatever I feel they need. And they need to be here. Can you say amen again? Why would you sit at home with a cat and a pillow and a blanket and a water bottle? Those hot water things. And you warm yourself up. You got a heater blowing. You got the volume nice and easy. And the dogs are running around. And there's distractions in every direction. And oh, I got to go and put, put quickly, get the kettle going because just now the past is going to be finished. I will be able to give us all some tea. And what do we have tonight for supper after that? Well, you know what? There will come a hunger. There will come a thirst in the land. Not a hunger as men have known, but a hunger not known either to. They shall hunger and they shall thirst for the knowledge of the Lord whilst in the land of the living. For if you don't make right on this side of the grave, then trouble awaits the other side of the grave. Is that right, George? You take this book, we've covered this book from, I always say from Genesis to maps. We studied it both historically at university, then in, intensely when I had a meeting with God. Since many meetings with God have been done also. And prayer became a lifestyle, not just one meeting, and another encounter, should we say, and then another encounter and then prayers. And then you begin to realize that God just loves these people. You're coming here, but what have these people come to the house of the Lord for? That they may be blessed, that they may experience the love of God, for they've gone through rough times and they have difficulties. And I'm saying, Lord Jesus, help. And I'm looking at you and I see lots of needs here. And I become aware of somebody right now that in the neck had a problem and it clicked and it just right immediately because there was a pain. And you begin to think how many needs are represented in this building. It goes beyond one single man's comprehension. It is called the mind of Christ. You think about that thing. It's a concept that is written in the word of God. It's a most holy concept, the mind of Christ. Now, here's the point. I was praying about that, about the mind of Christ, because you need it all the day and every day. You often pray that theme, so Lord, give me the mind of Christ. Then you realize how then is the mind of Christ. And I think, wow, we don't even experience a fragment. Not the smallest fragment, I say to you. 
if we knew what he knows by the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the understanding of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his coming, what is the greatness of his power that works towards us who believe Ephesians chapter 1 from verse number 17. The greatness of his power that works towards you, believers, and you out there, because God does love you. And I can tell you, faithfully tell you, loyally tell you, that God wants you in the house of the Lord. How many of you say amen to that? Amen. amen. And I can tell you that we got the Sunday school. I just noticed I've been away for a while. I've seen the Sunday school tonight come on speed at the back. I see little children rejoicing. And I know I've actually got to close here. I've got to make a prayer and then release the parents to do that. Go. But how does God love the little children? They've also got a rough life ahead of them. There are bullies at school. I had some rough teachers out there in my past, real rough ones. Nowadays, they used to beat the children if they didn't do what they thought the children should be doing, and they terrorized children. But today, how many bumps you have had? How many setbacks? Have you experienced? For every setback I say to you that you've had, there is also a comeback for you. Because time and again when you're down, Jesus picks you up. Our Lord and Savior is by your side. This word of truth tells us no raging when the nations rage, no panicking when they run out of whatever substance, whether it might be financial or energy or anything, none of that sort of stuff. No war within your heart, the peace of God that passes all understanding. God of your heart and your mouth and your mind, your mouth, the meditation of your heart, the words of your mouth. And with God, you are more than a conqueror. And you must know today, I have come from my dwelling place to talk to you here where you have come out of the cold, in the dark, to tell you that Jesus is your light. To tell you that God loves you. And therefore I pray tonight in Jesus Christ's name. Just think for a moment what you would like God to answer. See, Lord, many people with tears, many people crying out, many people desperate, many people with hugely difficult problems and situations to resolve, many people with shaky marriages going through a roller coaster situation. It's rough out there, but Jesus loves you. But Jesus loves you. And the love of God has been manifest, made known to you. Now, if you've come into this place 
while every head is bowed and nobody looks around right now, I want to ask you a question because this is like the crossroad of life. I faced this also once. It was my appointment. And I had to get through that. My goodness, I had to get through it. This is the crossroad that you face. And you say to yourself, I need Jesus in my life. It's going rough with me. I am really in a time of, it's rough. I need Jesus now more than ever. I need the nonsense of this world to be making sense in my life. I need the counsel. I need the wisdom of the mind of Christ. Even that fragment of God's grace revealed to my mind and my relationship with God to be restored. Yes, there was a time I attended the church, but then I didn't come all the time. Yes, I belonged to some denomination which couldn't save me anyway. No church could save you. Jesus does that. He's the Messiah. He's the one to be approached. He's the one who wants to save you. He's the one who wants to have a meeting with you. This night, tonight. That's how it works. And He has His arms, as I've showed you, stretched out towards you. To touch you, to heal you, but first and foremost, to save your soul. And if you come into this place, say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me tonight. I'm so glad I came to the house of God. I just feel better about that. I want you to pray for me. For I want to make a meaningful commitment to end the nonsense of this life. And I want to experience the higher life and the abundant life that the Word of God talks about that is in Christ Jesus. You say, Pastor, you're talking to me. Pray for me. It's very easy for me to pray for you. Just raise your hand. I'll do just that. Just quickly raise your hands. Just wherever you are. Nobody look around. I'm praying. Yes, God bless you. God bless you. I see hands going up. God bless you. 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 That's very good. And God bless you. And at the back there, I see more hands going up. God bless you. A lot of people raising their hands. This is your moment for a blessing. This is your moment that God wants to bless you all the way and set you on the better road that it won't be difficult for you. It's very important. A lot of people raise their hands, but now I really want to say to you, don't miss your opportunity. Do not let the devil rob you. Don't even let any man, any woman, any person rob you. But be strong in the Lord. And tonight you say, Pastor, include me in your prayer. Yes, I see that hand. Raise your hand right now. Raise those hands in the presence of God. That's right. God bless you. I've seen that hand there. There's another hand there. Anybody? There's at the back. I see a number of hands up there and people raising their hands on that side. Right. Now, those of you that have raised your hands, very simple thing to do. Very easy thing. is simply stand up wherever you are that I can see you properly because I don't see all the back, way to the back because of the darkness at the back of the auditorium there. And so I can't see the people at the back. Would you just stand up for me? Right, those people at the back, there you are, there you are. I see there's one standing in darkness. There's those people on that side. Yes, can I ask you, because I can't see your faces, you're too far away. Can I ask you to step out? Just come to me, please. I want to pray here for you. I want to bless you right now. Stop, go to too. Come, go Okay, just come to me. That's right. There is a moment 
There is a moment in the life. Give the Lord a proper praise offering, everybody. Come on, praise God tonight in this place. I'm going to do two things at once. I'm going to pray for them. And then I'm going to pray for people in the audience that God will touch your physical body, your financial needs. That includes the people here in the front. Heals your body. Take you into a new life. And it'll take you through this darkness and bring you to the point of light. And God's light shines in your heart. Now these people at the front and you at the back because they're going to pray for you at the same time. First, let's just deal with praying for these people here in the front. I need some more helpers just on that side, please. And so right now, everybody in the front, raise your hands. That's right. Just raise, raise your hands. Don't look around, raise your hands. Just say these words. Everybody, raise your hands to God at the back too. According to the Word of God, which is the Holy Bible, I believe in this Holy Book, the Word of God. Jesus is the Word. He is the Savior of the world. And I confess Jesus the Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And I believe in my heart that God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. Therefore, I am saved. Doesn't matter who I am. Doesn't matter how bad my past looked. I am saved. Lord Jesus, wash me in your blood. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for the power of your Word and the Holy Spirit. Right now, I rejoice. Give the Lord a praise offering right now. Amen. All these people, just go with that pastor. He'd like to just say hello to you and make a blessing, give you a blessing. Just go there with that pastor. And um, he will, there's a warm blessing awaiting you. And welcome to the house of God, the household of God. Can you say amen? If you have problems in your body, just rise up. Those parents that have to go for the children, you may go because I know that tomorrow is school. We've run a little over our time here. Not much, but still. Would you just rise up? If you have a physical problem, would you stand? If you have a financial problem, would you stand? Now, if you have another problem, whether men, women, or children in families, divisiveness in the house, at the workplace turbulence, what things soever problematic, then rise up in the presence of the Lord, I pray. That's right, people are standing up all the time. Because you have a need, of course you have a need. I need the Lord. I was thinking and praying this afternoon, there was an old Pentecostal song, Molly will remember that one. Jesus now more than ever, we go sailing through stormy weather. All God's people pray together. For we need Jesus now 
more than ever. Father, Heavenly Father, we all need Jesus. None can escape this truth. So, Lord, you've dealt with the enemy. I concentrate, therefore, on blessing your people. I bless them with good health. I can take an amen on that one. I bless everybody in this place that has a financial need. I bless them with abundance. Your tomorrow, even though we go sailing through stormy weather, is much better. It looks so much better than your yesterday. The only thing is Jesus now, more than ever, when you encounter that stormy weather, those of you with problems in the house, family members, difficult situations, you know not how to undo that tightrope, that knot, and the problematics that emanate from it then I say to you, Jesus loves you right in your home and He wants to see you and your home, your whole household to be saved. You have a husband, you have a wife. Maybe, in your case, and marriage is rough. The enemy's out there, but Jesus is in control. And God wants to give you the best marriage. And I know there are people here who would like to get the right marriage partner. This is a very delicate operation, but that God would answer you in your loneliness and bring you to a godly person that God has sent just for you. Those of you that desire to have children, that you will be blessed for there will be no barrenness, said the Lord already in the days of Israel, in all the household of God. And every curse is broken that men and women could enjoy family life and being together and togetherness, particularly when it comes to Christmas and the Passover feast and times of celebration in the house of God, even Pentecost. Now you've been dealing, I know some of you have been dealing with heavy issues and you feel quite depressed about that too now, isn't that so? Just working in that area of a word of knowledge, I sense a lot of people here, your minds are stretched. You are stretched. But Jesus says, no stretching is needed, just relax. The peace of God, Colossians 3.15, rule as an umpire in your heart, Amplified Bible, deciding and settling with finality all the questions that arise in your mind. The peace of God. See? So tonight, 
everybody I included, everybody I excluded, I bless everybody. Would you stand all now on your fa- on your on your on your legs, on your feet, and just just raise your hands to the Lord? Is what I'm trying to say to you. Raise your hands to the Lord and say, Heavenly Father, I thank you, and I've come to church to be blessed. I have received empowerment, blessing, courage. Word of wisdom, knowledge. I thank you for the mind of Christ. I thank you that the Lord is my shepherd. I shall never lack any good thing. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. The Lord bless and keep you this week, and the Lord's face shine upon you, grant you eternal salvation and peace. In the name of God the Father. God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, Molly and the band, are you right here and ready to sing? Some of these people are not going to go home. God bless you. Those of you who want to stay behind and have a little bit of a celebration with the Lord. It's a good time to stretch out.